0: 3am the band just played its last song and all that's left is an empty bar two friends and the truth this podcast is all about the late night hand stick around for the late set where you can be yourself without consequence all right y'all welcome to the late set tonight i hey tonight i got one of my really good friends mr will dellis fort willem dellis fort he's a piano player uh, I like he's a he's he, you know he's one of those connector type people, and uh, he he can re- really recognize when somebody's amazing and know who to put you with to elevate your game. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the art of you know, getting to know someone, not only spiritually but musically, you know. Okay, goes a long way. Yeah. yeah.
0: So y'all give it up for the one and only Willem Dallas Ford. Hello. hey what's up man so today 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 we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into it because i'm a new i'm a new papa you In are there. you are old papa <laughs> 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 so i wanna i mean I, you know i got some questions to ask you just for me and hopefully you can help some some other folks uh on the vibe on the right trying to be on the right vibe and, and you know maybe they didn't have an example a good example of fatherhood but uh and they're looking out into the community and otherwise to see what's up, you know?
1: Well, uh, first of all, congratulations. Welcome you, to bro. the coolest club. Thank you. With the cool kids, you know, the cool kids table, just like right in the front of the cafeteria. You know, everybody be looking at you when they're walking by like, I want to sit at that table. Well, you ain't a papa yet, so. <laughs> it is kind of like that, huh?
0: It's like, all mm-hmm. right, you see the you see all the dads get together and they, you know, they, they understand it's- what it is and what it ain't.
1: It's a beautiful thing, man, yeah. because, you know, like once you cross over to like parenthood. You know, like like imagine like that first week back from the honeymoon after getting married. Mm. I mean, like there's your conversation kind of changes a little bit like, you, you know, you you took that step. You, you make that step that a lot of other folks won't. Mm-hmm. And you look forward to like, yo, man, you know, man, me and the wifey. You just want to use the word wifey, my lady, my <laughs> wife. You want to use it. But like other, you, you know, your boys are like. Yo, bro, I'm not trying to go. You know, right, right. Same thing with being a dad. It's like, man, guess what happened today, man? My son took a poop on me today, bro. <laughs> like straight up poop on me, like all in my face. I'm a grown man. I got pooped on today. You know, hey. you just want to talk to somebody about that. I know. And man. you know, when you talk to another dad, you see the look on their face, like, yo, yeah. I got peed on today, and it's just like the weirdest. Weirdest conversation But it's the most Beautiful conversation
0: Yeah it's like It's, it's like a fraternity Of sorts you know And you made a, a good A good analogy That a lot of people Can understand It's like once you In a marriage There's it's a certain level It's a certain commitment That you make To yourself To your wife To your family And also if you have The right friends To your friends Because if your friend The right friend See you doing something I'm like I thought you was married bro
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah you know they, they keep you on track Yeah Um, But it's It's definitely you know, like life bookmarks, man. It's definitely tools that will will help you push the wrong type of people that's in your life. You know, just move them out the way a little bit. You know, mm. uh, not to just completely discard them, but it's just like, yo, this is the this is the vibe I'm on. I'm trying to be on this path. Um, you know, but your homies like, yo, man, let's go to the strip club, like. He, nah bro like i I got a newborn man he'll be all right like just okay yeah we can't we can't be friends or i can't hang out with you you know it's just one of those like all right you know priorities um but the yeah man it's 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 a beautiful vibe man you know wake up my kids just jumping on me and stepping on my face as they're trying to crawl around and i'm like man this hurts but it is it's beautiful you know (laughs) absolutely
0: man like i'm curious man because like you know, for me, I didn't grow up in the house with my dad. You know, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that my dad wasn't around. He wasn't around, but he also I lived in Mississippi. He lived in California, so it wasn't it wasn't frequent. It wasn't like a day to day. You know, going through the trenches. It was more like, "Dad's here. It's a party." You know what I mean? Uh, what What kind of things did you learn from your dad that you take into your your everyday life with the kids now?
1: Um, hard work. I mean, like my dad um parents from Haiti, Port-au-Prince. Shout out to all the Haitians out, out there. Hey. Um yeah, so like his whole thing, man, my whole entire life uh, maybe until around the time I started I got into grad school like mid 20s. Um prior to that it's always been about work. You know, that was just things like you got to go to work. Got to go to work. You know, work 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 and he went to bed early. Um cuz by he was up by four o'clock in the morning and like he knew um well you, you you're gonna learn this too like the kids realize for some reason no matter how much money you spend on their bed you probably drop two g's on their bed right yo this bed has a special massage it has a it has like a water bed it keeps you warm at night with electric blanket it don't matter Mommy and daddy bed is always way better for some reason. Right. <laughs> so my dad knew that. And he would always wake me up at four o'clock in the morning when he's getting ready to go. He's like, hey, I'm going to work. Um, and then he'll give me a piggyback ride to to his bed so I can sleep on his bed before I get up for school. You know, um, so I always spend the mornings with them and he get home, spend the eat the, the afternoons after if I don't have like practice or something like that. But. I mean, what I got from him was just like always working, always working. And then when he didn't work, you'd think he would be sleeping, right? Yep. He was like, he was like, nah, you know, mommy's always doing this. So like he's cooking. My dad could cook. Yo, my man, my man is like. That's what's up. Professor Xavier, bro. He's like (laughs) talented. Uh, So he'll be cooking and cleaning on his days off. And I'm like, man, like, you don't want to like just chill. He's like, I'm chilling, you know. Like, I ain't got to do work, work, you know, like going home and clean up the house. that That's nothing. Right. So like just hard work, man. Just no matter how tired you are, you got to get up and, and get it done, you know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. funny you
0: say that because I see that in you, you know, I see that in you, man. Like, no, I now I know that you spend all day taking care of your kid. Then we get to the gig at one in the morning. We play till four and you hang out with the cats, you fellowship and then you go home in time so that when you get there, your kid is awake. You don't go home to take a nap. You go home to write again so you can be like, I'm going I'm to get on top of this right now with this yeah. kid.
1: Because the thing with Elias, when Elias was born, TK, I don't have to go through this because, you know, Rona just ended the world. Um, but like with, with Elias, well, actually, well, both of my kids are this way, you know. my Both of my sons, whenever they see daddy's like, yo, what we doing, you know, like. Right. Because Andrea be like, yeah, I'm gonna put him in his crib and I'm gonna go like move the car real quick. And I'm like, you know, if he wakes up, just just put him back to bed. If he wakes up and see me, he's not going back to bed, bro. Yeah. He's like, Daddy, what we doing, bro? My dude, you know, and I'm like, man, come on, man, just 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 go back. Nah, nah, come on, man. I there's like 20 things that I wanted to touch, and I want to put in my mouth, and I wanted to do this, and I'm like, oh, you know, so with Elias, like I'll get home and he had this habit, like. You never realize how how loud your floors are until you have kids, mm. you know, because you're trying to creep to the bathroom, whatever, and everything's just making noise. You're like, dang. So I come home and the and liars will wake up and it's like two o'clock in the morning or whatever, three o'clock in the morning. He's like, yo, what are we going to do? You know, let's do such and such. So I would purposely wait past a certain time to try to get home, you know, like after those yeah. late nights at smoke. Yeah. It's like we kicking and it's just like, yo, let's go such and such. Ah, man, how about we go to Tap Keg? Like, I still got an hour to kill. Like, if I come home right now, he's going to hear me. He's going to wake up and he's not going to go to sleep. Mm. And everybody got something to do in the morning, you know. <laughs> so it's really to give them, allow him and Andrea, and my wife, to sleep. So, you know, I can bear the brunt of of it at towards the morning side. When it's like everybody's up, then I got to watch them, you know. Right? I'm tired, but like, you got to do what you got to do.
0: Like, I don't know if people understand this, but like being a father is, first of all, it's different than being a daddy because anybody can be somebody daddy, but you, you really have to sacrifice in a way that even me, I didn't really, I don't know if I was really prepared for it. I had to go through some emotional turmoil, <laughs> you know, like, wait, a, wait, oh, oh, I got, okay, I see, I got to give all of this up because it's not even about me at all, about nothing. Like all my feelings and emotions don't really come into play
1: that's that's done. You got eighteen. You got <laughs> 18, eighteen years until someone's gonna really care. <laughs> that's that's your sentence, you know. Yeah. And, and and heck, and that's if and, and and from what I hear, um, it never really ends. You know, they turn eighteen. You like, yeah, I'm done, bro. Get out my house. Go to college. You know, then in college you call them every day, like, hey, my parents are a great example. I talk to my parents every day, bro. Absolutely. The day I left. What my house. Miami, Florida at 18 years old, bro. I talk to my parents every day. Say, hey, man, so what's, what's going on? Uh, Just chilling. Okay, okay, okay. Bro, Shadia
0: <laughs> make fun of me because I talk to my mom every day. And if she don't call me, I'm mad, pissed. I'm like, yeah. and then she finally called me like, oh, you acting funny, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what's man, it's, oh. it's like, you know, like, they basically just giving you a heads up like, oh, yeah you you say you're gonna be you, you' happy when it turn eighteen, you know, like, oh, you're going off to college, but it's like nah, oh they call it an empty nest syndrome or yeah, something like yeah, that? empty nest, yep. yeah, so it really never ends, but you know just to help us get through, we say eighteen years we 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 good, you know,
0: mm-hmm. like Matt, like how do you think you can build like some things you can do better or take to the next level that your that your dad couldn't do for maybe because he didn't know or just because that's what we're supposed to do as parents is take our kids to be better than us, you know?
1: Well, I mean, I think I think he did. The funny thing is, this is something that I, I wrestle with every night, you know, literally every night. So it no matter if the, end, the night ended great or if it ended horrible, it's just like, you know, like, man, I should have done this better. I should have done this better for Elias. I should have done this better for Siki. Oh, I didn't do this for Elias. And it's amazing because every night I'm going through that whole thing, you know, and then I pour myself a drink or something help calm my nerves um right now um i'm leaning (laughs) you might be able to hear ziki right now Uh, i'm leaning with the whole make sure that he's good with education my dad was just you know coming from haiti um didn't have a college degree and all that so just like got to go to college got to get this degree he wants me to do all the stuff that he didn't do to see how further along um to make sure i go further along in life um and with the kids it's, it's the same way it's just like oh my son's in the second grade, you know. My first son is in the second grade, so it was just like homeschooling, right? oh we got to get you a camera. We got to get you a desk. Got to get you a proper chair. Uh, he got his new uh, office chair yesterday. I had to put it together because he was sitting on his chair and his back was like slouching. I was like, Nah, bro. You know, you got to pay attention. Now he loves the chair. He's literally sitting on the chair right now in the living room. <laughs> he's like can I take it to the living room? <laughs> <I'm> like why? not <laughs> just whatever, bro. It's your chair. You live your life. You know. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, get that together and make sure we have a printer that's working, uh, uh, speakers, um, everything that he needs to like focus and, and get good grades. Cause, you know, going through that whole process after you're done, you done realize that, man, school wasn't really that hard it was just regurgitating all the stuff that, you know, we did all day. You just, just got to prove to them that you retained the information, even if you forgot it two seconds after you did the test, which most of us do anyway, you know, um, just learning that game so every day man i'm just thinking like how can i how can i try to make this life better or was i a little bit you know too short with them when he asked this or when we went through that you know okay let me not be so short with them tomorrow you know it's it's a constant thing because you you love them and you care about them so that's that's us all that's on your mind you know um i'm thinking of changes all the time but nowhere near as much as like my kids and my family Amen.
0: I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm only two months in the game. So I I don't, I don't know that I have that, that experience yet, but I'm sure that I will. I know one thing that I have thought about is like, you know, I, I'm from Mississippi, you know? And so we came up and, and I needed this and I, you know, corporal punishment, like you getting, you getting your <laughs> ass whooped <laughs> and I, I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, at least, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it at all. I'm going to try not to. You know, I think because it it, I think it's a remnant of slavery, and also and also I think that my parents, they you know my mom had me she was twenty, so when you're very young like that you don't and you're trying to hustle and just make a living for for your kids, you don't really have the space to figure out a different way to discipline than the way that you were disciplined, and so and Shadi and I we have that, so I do want to try to exercise that. Now let me say, hey, I'm new in the game. But that that's the goal.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's a righteous goal that I think everyone should always approach um, parenthood with. Whether or not you stick with it or not, that's something different. You know what I mean? Um, but that is a goal that, that's like a mindset. I think everyone should like, no, I'm not trying to like beat this kid if the kid does something wrong. You know, like having a conversation, a discussion with the child is always the best way of going about it. You know? um. But some kids are bad. Right. Some 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 kids, you know, we call it desert and in, in Haiti. You know, oh, in, oh, yeah. in, the, in the Creole vernacular, just desert. Kids are just like, man, you know, like hard head makes a soft uh a soft bottom? Yeah, my mom used to say so, it to me every day. Bro, some kids, <laughs> some kids, you know, you know, like for whatever reason, for whatever reason that may be, um, the lack of a parent or or uh too much of a parent, you know, like whatever, whatever the reason might be um some kids you know it's just it's just straight up bad man yeah. <laughs> you know like you see them and you're like man, you might need a i'm not gonna lie you might need just want to put their hands on you one time right. right um one time you know something not not like just and it's, and the whole spanking thing man if if a parent's going to spank their child it has to be done the right way like they you know and Some people go overboard. They just beat their kids. You know, it's like, whoa, at the end of the, at the end of the whooping, this kid has no idea why, what they did wrong. They just know that you're mad and you're punching them. You know what I mean? Like that, that's not cool. You know, um, it's just certain things, you know, you find the kids stealing something, you got to get that butt whooping, bro. Like, you know, and, and this is the other side of it too, as, as black parents. There's certain things they have to understand. It's it's very important that you do not do, you do not, you, you don't do this, you avoid this because son, you could die, you know, exactly. or a daughter, you could die. Exactly. You know, and, and if it requires you, you know, put a little spank, spank, one good time to let them know, then it's like, I understand, you know, yeah. but that's but, a,
0: that's a good point to bring up because we do as we're both black men for people who are listening to this, they may not know, but, uh, we do have to live by a different set of rules and we do have to teach a different set of rules. And so how do you, how do you go about that? Having two, two sons, like, how do you go about teaching them the rules that they're going to be facing in the, in the world?
1: Well, um, the good thing about having two kids is two sons is I'm working on the first one now. So, you know, anything that I, I do wrong, I'm gonna make sure I adjust it And, and, and Zeki understands like, Hey, Hey, if any if Elias does anything wrong, at least I'm gonna get a better version of it, you know. <laughs> um yeah, you know, I mean a lot of a lot of parents, a lot of people like, especially who are not parents, like to tell you what they think that a parent should do, you know. It's just like it's like bump that, you know, until until you step into our shoe, you have no idea, you know. And a lot of other parents will try to tell you how to be a parent. It's like that's something different, you know. Um having a, a white male, a white woman tell me how to be a, a black father you know it's just like you have no idea what my kid's going to go through you know um how they're going to be treated um for being half black because uh, my wife's from romania you know so my kids are mixed um there are certain parts in this country we'll look at that and and don't like it you know um it's like <laughs> it's like the, the the harry potter thing you know Would they call you half luck you like half wizard magic then half just normal like yo there's some hateful people in this world just straight up hateful for no reason They don't know why they hate you they just know that they should hate you um they'll hate you because you're black or they hate you because you're half black like you mix like your parents just broke the ultimate code you know um so you got to prepare prepare them for that tell them not to hate you know hate is a man hate is a it it uh it'll consume you so from the from the jump don't hate some people are just horrible human beings you know but like try to avoid hate
0: man you touched you you, you touched on this a little bit earlier but like your, your family is multicultural and does that present any challenges or 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 any uh um, or 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 anything like that or is it is it does it help in any well way?
1: i mean for 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 me Cause you know, my parents are from Haiti, grew up with that. There was always a, um, growing up in Miami, there was, there was a little bit of me being out and proud of my culture because, um, the African American like population in, in Miami weren't very welcoming to Island folks at the time. It's like eighties and nineties, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so <laughs> like like I I remember like my first African American friends, you know, who made me think like oh man, you know like nah, some of these cats are cool. Like bro, it was, it was bad, you know. And back then, back there, there it was just gangs fighting, you know. Anybody's trying to everybody's trying to be a gangster and a thug. So they see a Haitian slip and they're gonna try to like beat that dude or kill that dude and be like yeah, I got one of them, you know. Weird and stupid things. Um, very weird and stupid things. Um, but eventually later on in life, started seeing the beauty of it, you know, because it was just like, all that stuff is hate, man. And it it was, someone said my name one way, you know, we let them delis fall, you know, like this fort is strong, you mm-hmm. know, the Dell, the Dell is strong. That's a f- strong fort. And, you know, I thought about my dad, you know, um, my mom, my brothers, my sisters, my cousins. all the million of them you know uh these are just my family is an amazing group of people um loving smart hardworking, and i don't know like man it's got i got hit with this rush of pride Hmm. you know um then the different you know like okay this just the the beauty and the culture of, of haiti um, getting to know my wife, marrying my wife, the beauty and getting to know Romania. My wife won't let me, she won't let two seconds go by without letting me know, like, you know, this is, this was created in Romania. <laughs> oh, you see that pen? You know, if it was for Romania, you wouldn't have pens, you know, like, and, and uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> we would all joke about it, but it's like, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Now we got kids who are multicultural, you know, so they're learning all the stuff about America, but then, you know, um, Elias has pride in like, oh, I know this in Creole, I know this in in Romania, I know this about Haiti, I know this about my dad's side, my mom's side. Mm-hmm. Um, we call uh, my grandmother from my mom's side, boonie and bunu because that's how you say it in Romania. You know, right. okay. Like he he taught them how to say ten in Romanian the other day in class. That was like, yeah, you know, Elias wants to teach the class something. You know, so um, there's pride in it, and, and you know, and I love that. So it's just like letting them know, like, yo, we got three cultures we're dealing with. And, you know, right. I think it, it can only make you a better, better person, you know, absolutely. when it comes to music, you gotta, you want to play black music. You gotta, look, you gotta learn about the black culture. Mm-hmm. It's, there's beauty in it.
0: I'm glad you yeah. brought music up, man. Cause I do want to talk about music because, because it's interesting being a musician and also trying to be a family man. Usually those, those two things don't go together. So you do have to make some choices. The other cats who are also musicians who don't want to be family, man, you, you got to make a whole different set of choices. You got to, you got to play different gigs. You got to come home when it's time to come home and and stuff like that. So how do you integrate that? The music culture, you know, and, and I do want to shout out the Dallas for project because people need to be aware of your band, the Willem Dallas Ford project. Check it out in, uh, Google Google search it. You'll see what I'm yeah. saying. It's the best band you know, it, in New York. Don't City. don't
1: be ashamed to have a date next to you I'll hold somebody hand if you want to listen to it. Hey. You welcome in advance. It's what <laughs> it's,
0: it's what we call baby making music.
1: Come on, man. we going hey, somebody gonna hug. <laughs> uh, you know, like the me the, the music and the family thing, it took me a while to adjust to try to find the right balance. Um, because prior to fatherhood, I was just working certain type of gigs, playing at certain times of the night, you know. Um but I was actively seeking and searching of a better way of, of you know, uh, balancing the two. So, you know, um, from day one of being the dad, and day two, like, three days after, four days after Laz was born, I was on a plane to Haiti, you know, to do the Haitian Jazz Festival with my band. And we're out there, you know, trying to, like, figure out how to do Wi-Fi calling, because Wi-Fi calling wasn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Out a Wi-Fi call in the house. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to like video call. That that wasn't really popular. You could use Skype, but Skype was just weird on the right. phones. Bro, no. so much that changed. I know. Um, so you know, like I'm trying to do that, and then I get back home. Then you know, we got a kid now, extra extra mouth to feed. Trying to avoid certain gigs that just wasn't really financially worth it. You know, um, but it was cool. It was a cool. Hang. I'm with the, I'm with the guys. Blah blah blah. But I just can't be hanging out that late for 30 40 dollars you know um gotta keep this the calendar clear just in case i get called for something or if i get called for something early in the morning Mm -hmm. that's gonna you know pay absolutely i don't want to be up late night for 30 dollars and then like struggle the next day you know um so making decisions um like that then eventually more dads started reaching out to me like yo man you you a dad right i was like yeah man man i got a gig for you you know yeah like Fathers reach out to other, you know parents we re- fathers reach out to other fathers definitely and it's I don't know if it's just like because you're a dad or somebody they can relate with and hang out with but there's there's a pride among all of us whenever we're together you know um, we can just kick it and talk and just pull out pictures we, we, we do all that stuff you know and 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 proud of it.
0: also be like a safety thing you know it's like okay well yeah i know this cat's yeah. a certain vibe so the energy is gonna be right you know yeah. it, he's not gonna do x y and z and, mm-hmm. and not not that that's even rampant in our community but it happens you know it, mm-hmm. it, it definitely does happen man
1: not only that you, you just might need it for you yeah you know like yo i got i got some bad habits bro you know I, i'll end up doing this and doing that yeah, let me be around some good people you know it might be it could also just be your way of reevaluating your life and so that you could be around the right cat so that you could, you know, you could live long enough to, to see your kid grow. And that's another thing, man. That's a little bit morbid, but the fear of not being there. Hmm. God, that's the thing that keeps me up at night the most. I, I know it's morbid, it's morbid as hell, but it's just like, you know.
0: Well, you okay. know, you, this, this is interesting because I have contemplated my own demise more after the baby comes because uh-huh. it kind of time stamps you it's like wait a minute okay this kid is this age by the time she's yeah. this age i'm gonna be this so that means i got this much time left if i'm lucky you know so wait am i gonna see my grandkids like you start doing yeah. all this math and you're like damn i'm really only here for a snapshot of time and so it yeah. makes it, it 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 takes everything to let the intensity level of life yeah you know, I remember Delphio used to always be like, "Man, you gotta play with some intensity, man." And like, yeah. I ain't have nothing to play for intensity for. You know, it's like I'm chilling. I'm I'm 20, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's that, and you realize how how much time you got. You know, that's why it's that's why it's a it's it's a blessing, man, to get older. Um, you know, the cats who are turning 80, 90s, like that's not a normal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you give them their flowers for for living that long and 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 doing what they need to do to be here with us that long. Um, there's a lot of people who are parents, and you know, they just didn't live that long, and that's something, man. It just keeps it kept me up at night for for a good minute. You know, worrying about. I said, okay, well, maybe I need to adjust my my eating habit, my drinking habit. Well, I don't need to do this. You know, like my I hung out last night. Let me not hang out until next week. Anything you can do, just just to just to hear them laugh, you know. So it's it's, man, it's 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 intense, you know. Yeah. Um, but musically, man, you got something to play for, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got something to play for, something to to live for. Um, again, you know, like everything for me when it's when it comes down to the downbeat, you know, like what do you got to say? What do you got to play? You know, you got you got a a, a story to tell. You know, and if not, I can hear it, man. You know, that's why putting putting certain musicians together, it comes at a, at a certain ease for me, or a lot easier. It's like, man, this cat personality and this cat the way he plays. You know, the way you play is an extension of your personality. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So like you you hear you hear the different personality, I man. I know this will go well with this. Um. Just like having friends, you know, you could have five five other friends in the room with you, and you're gonna leave two of them alone. I bet you can figure out who not to leave together. Like, you know, I don't know if this is gonna work, but this is definitely not gonna work. So we're not gonna put these two. Yeah.
0: It's
1: it's the same thing on the bandstand, man. You know, just hearing them and knowing who they are. Mm. Um, having discussions with them, getting to know musicians, like that's another thing. Cats don't really talk to each other, mm. really talk to each other. They do the whole uh the jive thing, you know, like, hey man, yo, what's going on, man? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. You know, it was right. that jazz robot killing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know <My> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that when when you when you when you do that to each other man you, you can't learn anything from each other you can't mm-hmm. learn you know you can never be duke Ellington and write specific parts for them because i know this cat and i know the way he plays you know mm-hmm. um so like getting to know other dads and all the variations of those fathers you know they come in variations too yeah Y'all, yeah absolutely
0: Yeah, man. The the, the whole thing about being a parent is, is, is interesting, man. It's, 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 it's a crazy experience. (laughs) It's like, kind of, it's really surreal. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, you still here? Okay, cool. This is, (laughs) this
1: is not a dream. You know, (laughs) it's not a first year though. It's like that. That Um, first year is like when they turn one, you're like, we're here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time they turn one, like the first birthday, first birthday party, it's that birthday. It's that moment you realize I might have gone a little bit overboard. Okay, you know it just you, did too you much. got to you know like it, <laughs> on the for, for the first kid. You know and that's the only thing that sucks about kid number two and beyond. Yeah, like they don't get to experience that that overboard. You know. Yeah. Like oh dang. Like so you you're not gonna yeah. get three cakes because you didn't know which one to, to get. <laughs> <laughs> you getting one cake? Why? Well, you know if I want this, but well. We don't really care, bro. You getting this cake? It's vanilla. Everybody likes vanilla. It's like, See, but it's my. Everybody likes vanilla. You getting vanilla?
0: I just made me think like, I got this thing in me where I'm like, I gotta provide. I gotta provide. Like a man provides for his kid, and I think it's kind of a, kind of comes from my father. You know, because my father's like, I got it. He, he his focus was more on how can I give you money? How can I buy you this game? But not so much on, hey, man, I'm going to come to your concert or we're going to go play baseball. Like, it wasn't that kind of focus. And, you know, it it is what it is. And and I see myself doing that, too. Like, I got to make sure she's got some some dope shoes. But then I have to remind myself, it's more important that I spend time, you know, or at least the things need to be equal.
1: Well, you know, you know, that moment. In your career, when you realize, yo, I need to have like office hours. Yeah. You know, like I need to be more productive. I can't wake up at three p.m. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, musicians, yeah. <laughs> let's message to you all: get up early, man. But shit, we ain't get COVID. up early. That's
0: probably everybody sleeping till three now.
1: Yeah. You know. You know, like get up and take a walk. You know. Yeah. Um. That moment, that moment when you when your your hustle changed and you realize, yo, man, I I, I can't do this. I need to be able to do this. It's, it's, you, you're still taking that same approach like, yo, I need to provide, I need to do this, I need to do this but you still need to take a day off where you could um, appreciate and absorb it, you know because well, after that day off you go back to um, your hustle, your grind you'll appreciate the hustle and grind a lot more because, you know, 24 hours ago we, were just, we had a great day, we went to the park we did this, we uh, made some popcorns, we had movie night we yeah. watched, you know, Ratatouille uh, uh, all that stuff, you know, we listen to, we watch a Savion, uh, Glover on, uh, um, was the, the penguin that's tap dancing. My oh, oh, wife yeah. loves that movie. Oh, okay. okay. Like damn, they embarrassed herself when she saw Savion, like, Oh, such and such. And I was like, that's ah, not his name. <laughs> <laughs> not the character, <laughs> you know? Um, but like, you get, you gotta take a moment to appreciate it. Cause then your, your grind gets a whole lot better. Your grind gets a little bit more focused. Like, okay, all right, so I was doing this and doing that. All right. Boom. Let me not do that anymore. Yeah. Me let me, you know, uh confine what I'm trying to accomplish and to make money for the family or, or to keep us afloat or to keep this. Um when you take those days off, they get to talk to you. And also they'll they'll start peeping game on, okay, Saturday's coming. Daddy never works on Saturday. Yeah. So they're gonna start coming to you with like, because um, I always tell Elias like he wants to do something, weekends are always better. Um, especially during Rona because like no class Um, say you know I want to do such as well make a list and then you know so he has a family day list so he'll make a list of things he wants to do make a sister like we're going to play Roblox we're going to play Fortnite then we're going to do this and that it's going to be a whole bunch. it's like the best of things that he wants to do but he knows this day is coming and yo we're going to do all this together Um, so it's got to take you got to take time for the for them, they will they will peep game like okay. I I notice every Saturday that is not working, or every Tuesday, whatever the day may be, you know. And it may adjust every year, you know, according to their schedule or your schedule. But you you have to keep it. You have to, you have to do that for them,
0: man. How have the dynamics changed, like between you and the wife? You know, because just getting pregnant is a dynamic change, you know, and. There's got to be a change when you have one kid, there is, and that's having two. Things got to things gotta shift it around a bit.
1: Well, one big change that comes, um, and no, it's not for the better. Um, and this is really more for guys, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's a guy thing. It's an issue that we have where our egos kick in and we're no longer the pride and joy in our wives' eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when we're single, you know, your wife may be like, Hey, yeah, right, I like right. them socks you wear. And you're like, Oh, these socks? Well, you know, I just got these socks. Yeah, yeah, I like them socks. You're like, Oh, okay, I see what's happening. All right, <laughs> hey, you know, now, you know, and you, you walk around with that same sock on, like, Hey, I got the sock on. You know, she's looking at you, she ain't even looking at you. No, no mind, like, I got the sock on. What's up? Why, why <laughs> you asking me about a sock? you like, I got I got the special sock on. Uh, oh, well, it's hot. Why are you wearing socks? you like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yo, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, finance, what is it? Money. And I really having another kid sometimes put a strain on marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, just understanding that, you know, you two are a two part team, you know, two man, two woman team. Um, and you are in it together, you just, just got to like, keep that in mind. And every time you feel them, you know, feeling a certain way about certain things I and mean, then you caught in your feelings, you know, that's when you're having the right, the right cast and crew around you, you know, other dads and stuff like that. You know, that's why we always like, oh, you a dad? Yo, come and hang out with this. Yeah. You know, cats who, who've been doing it for a while understand the, the, the goods and the bads, ups and downs. So they may be like, hey, hey, hey young blood, come and hang out with me. You know? Absolutely. So when you feel in a certain way, you be like, yeah, man, my wife, tripping man, she ain't such and such. Like, you Know they'll let you know, like, bro, you ain't got to worry about that. Just a whole lot, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, come on, man. Let's go read a book or something, you right. know. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, let's, let's I'm, go to a jam session.
0: I'm lucky to have a, like 15 of y'all like that in my life, man, because yeah, Cass was like all through the pregnancy. They knew I'm still, you know, they know I never been through a cat's right. Hey, you good? You good? Hey. Need to talk, you know, how you feeling? Yeah. Like, you know, Corcoran, you, fucking, yeah. uh, Barry. Like a bunch of dudes, a bunch of dudes. Milton Suggs, you know.
1: You like back row Fridays ain't happening no more. You feel a certain way about that, like, damn, man. That's ain't right. Back row. <laughs> like, I ain't had back row Friday in like two hey. weeks, man. What's happening? It's like, yo, man, she ain't, you know. Right. Um, you're just not the priority for right now. Right. You know? Right. When when the when your child is a little bit self sustaining can walk and and you know, let you know like, Dad, I gotta pee. Like, yeah. oh, okay. You know, like we get to that point, it's like, okay, Black Row Fridays might come back. Right, right. You know, they can at oh, least they can least vocalize what they want and what's wrong. Oh, yeah. Then you're I good. Can't, I can't wait to that day, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like- they, but when that starts happening, you know, they never stop. The floodgates. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my sister said. Dad, 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 daddy, 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 dad, da, 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 pop. Are so you like, bruh. Why don't you just tell me all the things you want right now? It's like, no, nah, no, nah, you like, they got a sixth sense, man. They can sense when you're happy and relaxed. And it's like, daddy, like. My
0: daddy. baby already knows. She, she know right when I go to make this move on the couch. As soon as, soon as I do that and, and she wait to my head, you know how your head hit the back of the pillow. On the couch, oh,
1: like, man. Yeah, that's
0: it, right? There she. Ah! She's like, okay, all right,
1: here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a special ability, man. You know, that, that's, that's, that's just, uh, special skill we don't want them to lose so we try to keep them away from the phones and stuff so they can keep that yeah that extra sense
0: man it's 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 crazy man yeah it's you know the whole the whole the whole thing about fatherhood is is definitely a it's a big challenge and but it's also rewarding man you know it's Mm -hmm. you, you get to see that kid smile every day yeah and you get to see him grow and also you get to give you get to give to a person that's never really trying to give you anything. And that's the great, like I've never, like even with your, between your spouse, it's like you, you guys are reciprocal. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm gonna give you, you give me. But now you got a kid who just tanks. Mm-hmm. You gotta be a man for that, bro.
1: Yo, you, you know, I mean, what got me was the first, the, I remember this day, bro. <laughs> Lass was on his high chair and he was eating he got to the point where he could like he could hold his spoon for the first time and and try to put the spoon in his mouth you know uh about seven percent of the food went in his mouth and and you know 93 (laughs) went everywhere except his mouth uh but that's not the point the point is like because when he finally got in his hand was trembling his hand was trembling and i looked at him like you might be able to put this in your mouth You know, I was like, yo, you can do it. And he was, he was holding that, that spoon, little spoon, his little cute spoon with the plastic head, you know, every, all the foods all over the place. I'm thinking like, man, mommy's going to be mad. Like we got carrots everywhere, whatever. You know, he's holding that spoon and he's just like, I'm about to put it in my mouth. And he stops and he looks at you and then he moves it. He struggles and he struggles and he tries to give you the first bite. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm like, yo, you finally got there. And when you got there, Instead of putting it in his mouth, he offered it to me. You know, and I was like, This is this is a sign of who my son is, yeah. you know.
0: That's deep, man. I, I hope to have a moment like that because that's something you've never gone. That's that's gonna live with you forever, you know. You're gonna see him on prom, you're gonna be thinking about that.
1: <laughs> one thing one thing I, I would, you know, I would encourage all dads to say, you know, and, and I know a lot of us, especially all of us who are in our thirties, maybe late twenties, were probably raised and and not use the word "I love you," you know, like a lot of men, you know, like it feel uncomfortable saying "I love you" to another man or just just, yeah, man, you know, I got married, you know, it's my lady you now, like, but do you say "I love you" all the time? I was like, well, I mean, she knows it, you know, it's like, yo, you know, it's just like, yo, I just, it's yeah, let let your kid know that you love him, you know, my son to get he'll get annoyed with me to keep that saying "I love you," ah, oh, love you too, dad. It's like it's like apps. I'm gonna just shower you with like you. One thing you're never going to be without life. You know, you never have to worry about it, man. I think I wasn't told I, I was loved. You know, but he never got worried about that. Just saying, I love you.
0: That's a really great point, man. Because it's something about our generation. We we just didn't. And, and I I never even knew. until Actually, you know, I never knew until my I have five sisters and, and my youngest sisters. They say I love you constantly i'm just like oh this is generational man because y'all are like they're in their early 20s and they are like i love you i love you i'm like okay cool i love you too
1: (laughs) man you know i i I think i don't know i I remember like society just saying that we have to be you know your man you got to be tough you got to blah blah you can't show any weakness and it's like since when love was weakness since when you know to say such and such you know like the like There's a generation of men that's worried that are afraid to say these three words, you know, Um, and it's and it's just like got to get past that so that they're raised and they can they can be able to say I love you too, um, and know what it means to be loved, you know.
0: Look, man, we we are definitely coming to the end here, but before we go, before we go, that went quick, right? I do want to give you an opportunity to um, talk about. You got some some exciting projects coming up that need some funding.
1: Yeah, well the. uh, this has been about uh, eleven years in the making <laughs> since the Freedom Riders, but uh, the Delosor project—we're actually going into the studio in a month. Um, going to be releasing a whole bunch of um, information on the GoFundMe, uh, just to help to help make this process move. This, I say, it's eleven years in the making because um, every every single time I got close, something happened. Uh, where it was having a kid or getting married or, you know, just something where financially just drained. <laughs> and this time it was Rona. We were, we were all ready for it. And then Rona came, you know. um. So, well, got a GoFundMe that's out um, right now and just looking for a little bit of assistance just to help us get over this hump. Um, Got a world-class of musicians that's going to come and record with us. Um, all original music. You just want to be able to, to, to bring the band to your home, especially for those who would write me every Monday morning <laughs> with an email asking for a recording of the band. And I say Monday because we we had the residents at Smoke Jazz Club uh, for four years at, on Sundays. So this is uh, for all those who, who love the band, always supported the band. Um, write emails about when the next album is going to be coming or that they wish they could see the show. This is an opportunity to to record this music and record the experience with the band put it on wax so if y'all out here
0: listening to this or watch, you know on the various platforms check the link in the description in the show notes and you know he'll have some perks in there for you so it's well worth it and also it's like candy for your ears because this is the the Dallas ford project is definitely one of the greatest bands of all time and and uh i'm I'll go to the grave. So we, we try to. Feel. We try to write some honest <laughs> music
1: about life, about fatherhood, uh, about marriage. You know, I've got a song that I'm actually recording that I wrote for my wife, entitled "Marry Me." Um, and it was originally, it was originally in a conversation between my father-in-law and I. Um, because uh, I was never, I guess
0: I guess I can tell the story. Tell it, baby. Tell it.
1: Oh, okay. Um. So. The way the way that I mar- the way my wife and I decided to be married it was more of like a spur of the thing like and I love you right I love you too you wanna get married shit why not I mean yeah it cost shares uh shares tenon dope drummer my homie um, uh, yeah. godmother of of, of Elias. Um, it's like yeah uh, would you mind showing up with us at the court we get married oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Said, okay um. So you know we did that, and then we eventually did the the ceremony the following year, uh, June twenty fourth, two thousand twelve, in Miami. Um, but you know deep down inside, as a man, I you know I wish I would have done it a better way. So the the lyrics, although if you hear it now, it's just it's it's me talking to my wife. But initially, the the words were me talking to my father in law, asking if I can get his permission. So. Um, you know some real stuff like that where you know just just pour your heart out to tell them for that you love them um so yeah, yeah so stories like that and, and, and many more stories uh, that's in there about being being a young black man being black in general um, being loved being hate so it's life
0: are they gonna love it man also before we go give them your uh, the other links Facebook Instagram or anywhere else you they can find.
1: Yeah, all social media platforms. You can find me at W. Delisfort. W. D. E. L. I. S. F. O. R. T. So if that's Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, um, Instagram, I don't know what my link to did it to, to is, um, but I, I gotta f- figure that out. It's, <laughs> it's something old.
0: There it is, y'all. So, uh, yeah, Will, man, thank you for coming to the late set. Hey, and uh, we'll catch y'all next time later <laughs>